Can you rescue the Count in time? Rome, A.D. 1296. While in the service of Count Renzo, you are awakened one night by a soldier bringing terrible news. The Count has been kidnapped. You track the kidnappers to an ancient monastery in the mountains, where they are holding the Count captive. On your journey, you meet a mysterious stranger named Japango. He offers to help you rescue the Count tonight, but can you trust him? If you decide to go along with Japango and his plan, turn to page 112. If you decide to carry out your own plan in the morning, turn to page 93. But be careful. You are in a mysterious medieval world of silent monks and secret passageways. You may return to Rome without rescuing the Count, or you may save the Count's life and return to Rome a hero. What happens next in the story? It all depends on the choices you make. How does the story end? Only you can find out. And the best part is, is you can keep reading and rereading until you've had not one, but many incredibly daring experiences. You're the star. 19 exciting endings. Choose your own adventure book 93. Captive by Bill and Luann Hampton. Illustrated by Judith Mitchell. Welcome to Incredibly Daring, a podcast where we read vintage choose-your-own-adventure books and make generally poor decisions. I'm Connie. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jason. Have we had these before? Bill and oh, what? Luann. Yep. Nope. They're new. Yeah, that's uh, a, another fun writing duo. <laughs> Ju- Judith Mitchell has been around yeah. for a few times. But, yeah, and her but, illustrations in this one are really good. But yeah, I mean, this is the second time we've had a duo? Yes. The last one that we had was Edward Packard and Ari Montgomery. So, but these are potentially this is, married. This couple has the same last name, so yes. either they're married or related, or it's just a massive coincidence. Yes, I think they're married, but the about the authors doesn't really shine that much light on it. I should point out here that we are now in the back half of the podcast. Oh, I don't know what that means. Technically speaking. The original run of Choose Your Own Adventure was 184 books. Oh, okay. Mm. We are now on book 93, which means we have crossed, crossed over into over. the last half. Okay. There is a slight caveat to that, though. There was a 185th book that was not released at the time. This line was canceled before the book was released. Oh, that must have sucked. It was later released by Choose Co. once they uh, acquired the license or acquired the, sorry, the trademark to... Um, Choose your own adventure. Hmm. So that was released as the final book in the in the vintage Choose Your Own Adventure series. Before they started over with the before new they yeah I don't know if it came out before or after they started over with the re the, the re releases of of the old stuff. But yeah, hmm. so I'm still not 100 percent sure whether or not we're going to wind up reading that book. We may, but I would say we would have to. Well, the thing is, it's still in print and. Choose Co. still makes money off of it. Oh. And so I don't necessarily want to step on their toes. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So We have time to write them a letter. Yeah, I mean, it's still up in the air. It's always a possibility where we just kind of... It's going to be the end of the podcast anyway, so we sort of just chance it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> still got a few more before then, though. Yeah. yeah. We still have exactly the same number that we have already read before then. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> so at least another two years. Mm-hmm. Right? About that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, welcome to the back half of the podcast, guys. 
We made it. <laughs> you made it. We made it halfway here. Somebody made it. Mm-hmm. Warning. Do not read this book through from beginning to end. In these pages, you will be a 13th century scout. You will be summoned to explore a monastery to rescue your friend, Count Renzo, who has been kidnapped. Friend, employee, employer, whatever. <laughs> As you read along. <laughs> That's, that says, sorry. But that says that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I said that. Oh, okay. You're in the service of him, so he's okay. your employer. All right. The, the way you read it, like, I almost <laughs> definitely thought it read that way. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this book already. No, that's me. Okay. As you read along, you will be asked to make choices. But be careful. Your choices will determine whether you succeed or fail in saving your friend. There's that word again. In your search, you'll encounter the mysterious and sometimes perilous world of a medieval monastery where silent monks and secret passageways hold unexpected dangers. You are responsible for your fate because you make the decisions. After you make a choice, follow the instructions to see what happens to you next. Think carefully before you make a decision. The kidnappers are deadly, and they won't stop at anything before they carry out their plans. To help you in your adventures, a glossary of medieval and other terms is included. Good wow. luck. And look, there's a map. Oh, it's a D&D map. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling these authors' sex games are probably monastery-based. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to think too hard about that. Okay, glossary. Abbot, a man who is head of a monastery. Apiary. A place where bees are kept, usually consisting of several beehives. Apothecary. A person who makes drugs and medical preparations. Okay, this couple's freaky as fuck, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, we're not even, we're just through the A's. Mm-hmm. Belfry. The part of a tower that holds the bell or bells. The place we like to have sex the most. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be catacombs. A series of... <laughs> A series of underground burial vaults or cemeteries. Cafe, an old-fashioned way to refer to China. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Chainmail, flexible armor made of interlinked metal rings. Chain of office, a necklace or chain worn to indicate a person's high rank. Chamberlain, an officer in charge of a royal household, a steward. Chandler, a candlemaker. Cowl, a monk's hood. Doge, the chief magistrate or civil officer of the Republic of Venice. Ducat, a gold coin. I think Ducat is pronounced ducat. Ducat? Okay, ducat. That's a gold coin. Envoy, a messenger or agent sent by a ruler to transact diplomatic business. Jerkin, a close-fitting sleeveless jacket, usually of leather. Also what you're doing in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Labyrinth. An intricate network of winding passages that are hard to follow without losing your way. A maze. Starring David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Mentor. A teacher. A loyal advisor. Monastery. The residence of a community of monks. I would have loved this glossary as a child. <laughs> Monk. A man who retires from the world to live under strict rules for religious reasons. Tony Shalhoub. Yes. Mortar and pestle. A bowl. Mortar in which substances are ground to a powder with a long, rounded tool, pestle. Ordain, to appoint to holy orders. Palazzo, the Italian word for a fine house or palace. Parchment, 
Thick writing paper made from animal skin. Penance. Voluntary suffering or punishment undergone to show that you are sorry for doing wrong. Porter. A doorman or gatekeeper. Quill. A writing pen made from a bird's feather. Saltpeter. A white salty substance, sodium nitrate, used to make gunpowder. Stiletto. A small dagger or knife, or heels that are really hard to walk on. Mm-hmm. And porter, also a dark beer. Yes, also that. Taper, a slender candle. Vatican, the palace of the Pope in Rome. Or the Vatican. He doesn't live in Rome. Vespers, evening church services or prayers. Also, I forgot to mention the cover with this dude that has two-toned leggings on. He does. Is he a jester? I mean, based on the pants he is. I wonder when they split the Roman church into two cities, if that was around now. Because then the Vatican wouldn't have existed. And if that was around the crotch in the seam in those pants. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like maybe Rome is a pair of pants. Could be. And the Vatican is the crotch. Sure. (laughs) I have to do some independent research. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And now I can't cut that out. (laughs) Rome AD 1296. You are in the service of Count Renzo Brizzi. A good and honest man who has given up his family's wealth for a life of quiet study and contemplation. Count Rinzo has been a lifelong friend of Marco Polo, the explorer who just last year returned home to Venice from an expedition to China. Marco Polo brought with him a new kind of food called pasta, as well as a strange kind of powder that, when lit, makes a loud noise and produces a brilliant flash of light. You have been sent to Rome by the Count to ask the new Pope... Boniface VIII, to give Renzo and his followers the right to form an official religious order. The trip from Count Renzo's monastery in Tuscany was long, and now you have been waiting for two weeks to see the Pope. You are staying in a small cell in a Franciscan monastery only a few blocks from St. Peter's, the largest church in the world. One morning, shortly before dawn, you are awakened by a loud banging at the monastery door. You hear the sound of a key in the huge lock, then the muffled voices of an urgent conversation outside. You are about to roll over and go back to sleep when there is a sudden pounding on the door of your cell. You call one moment and throw on your clothes, a brown woolen robe which is folded neatly on a stone bench next to your bed. You open the door to find a man wearing a leather jerkin over a suit of light chain mail. That sounds uncomfortable. At least they didn't tell us what those were again. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He has a sword at his side. He is obviously a soldier in someone's army, but whose? Are you Count Renzo's envoy, he asks, and your uncle is the Duke of Richmond? Oh, that seems way more important than the fact that you're the envoy. (laughs) You hesitate before answering. The monks at the monastery know of your connection to the Count, but almost no one except Renzo knows that your uncle is the Duke of Richmond in England. Without waiting for your reply, the soldier continues. You must come with me at once. Cardinal Rossi has sent me to bring you to him. It's a matter of extreme urgency. You know that Cardinal Rossi is the Chamberlain to Pope Boniface VIII and is the second most powerful man in the Vatican. 
This summons could have something to do with your request to see the Pope. I repeat, the soldier says, it is very urgent that you come with me now. If you are ready, we will leave at once. Still you hesitate. Why would the Cardinal send you for you in the middle of the night? Rome can be a dangerous place in daylight, and wandering around in the darkness just before dawn is unheard of. And to leave the safety of the monastery in the company of a total stranger who is carrying a sword might not be a wise choice. How do you even know the soldier is really from Cardinal Rossi? We really should be going, the soldier insists. If you decide to go with the soldier, turn to page 8. If you refuse to go with him, turn to page 57. Shouldn't he have some sort of, like, official seal or something? If I don't know. He knows all of our secret shit, though. Sure, but theoretically a spy who's looking to assassinate us could know all that stuff, too. There's a lot of political intrigue going on in the background that I just made up in my head. Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no picture of him? No, there's a picture of you trying to get dressed with your weird foot. We do have a weird foot. I don't know that we should even be walking anywhere on that. <laughs> um, I mean, I was going to go with him until I saw my foot. And now I'm like, I don't even think I should walk at all. Right. Now we need to scan that picture. Yep, we do. I mean, I wanted to go with him, but yeah. I mean, we can risk it. Because of that foot, though, I'm kind of concerned to walk at all. So. Yeah, well, look, the the foot hasn't been mentioned within the text, so it's probably not an issue. No. But I saw it. <laughs> now Can't I'm unsee it. Sure. But the real issue here is, do we trust this guy or not? Not do we trust our foot or not? <laughs> so based off whether or not we trust this guy, since he doesn't have anything official, I don't trust him. I don't know. Supposedly, nobody else knows anything about our affiliation with the Duke. Supposedly, but that doesn't guarantee that that's true. What guarantees that this guy isn't trustworthy is he hasn't presented any sort of official seals or documentation. Okay, well, you don't want to go with him because he doesn't seem as official to you as you would like. I don't want to go with him because so we, don't we have a fucking foot issue. So... So we're not going, so we're we're not not going, going with, him. with him. Okay. That took way too long to yeah. get to that. Yeah, <laughs> um, like we're both agreeing, but for different reasons. So let's not go with him. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, you say, but I refuse to go out into the streets of Rome in the middle of the night with a stranger who is armed. What shall I tell the cardinal, the soldier asks. Tell him to send for me during the day, and then we can discuss the business that has brought me to Rome, you reply. Tell him to suck it, you reply. Right, you're really snarky. Very well, then. The soldier turns on his heels and leaves. You hear the clank of the main door being locked again, and you return to your bed and go to sleep. In the morning, you ask about the strange visit you had during the night, but no one can tell you anything. You wait for the colonels to send for you again for a week, a month, and then two months. But no summons ever comes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Winter approaches. You never hear from the cardinal or the count again. When the Franciscans, with whom you have been staying, ask you to join their order, you accept. You spend the rest of your life in silent penance for the opportunities you have lost. We the end. picked the fastest route to a the end. Yeah, seriously. 
almost ever. We just went, nah, we're just going to avoid this adventure altogether. Bye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I think we've done that once or twice before. Yeah, yeah but still, it feels like a surprise every time. So, mm-hmm. clearly this book wants you to go with them. <laughs> okay. Well, then I guess we're going with it. Okay. There's one way to go. Very well, you reply to the soldier. I will go with you. You hastily tie on your sandals and throw a cloak around your shoulders. Will I be coming back here, you ask? No, he stabs you at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Right, look over. I do not know, the soldier replies. You decide to take with you only Renzo's letter to the Pope and the signet ring he gave you to prove you are his envoy. You are in the doorway to your cell when you think of something else. You turn back to your bed, put your hand under the mattress, and slip into the sleeve of your robe the small stiletto your uncle the Duke gave you when you left England. Jesus, that was a long sentence with very little commas. (laughs) Let's go, you say, and follow the soldier into the cold, empty street. Just stay close to me, the soldier whispers as he starts off at a brisk pace. As you follow the soldier through the small back streets and alleyways near the Vatican, you try to memorize the turns you are making, but you soon realize that you are hopelessly lost. At one point, you can hear the splashing of water and the voices of some men. You decide they are probably fishermen who are about to set out into the Tiber River in a boat. It's not far now, the soldier says. It's the next palazzo off on the left. The first hint of light is appearing in the east, and the sky is turning from jet black to a dark blue. Suddenly, two hooded figures jump from the shadows of a doorway. Their swords are drawn. (laughs) Yes, ninjas. In a flash, without a question asked or a word spoken, your escort pulls his sword to challenge the strangers. Well, good, he's on your side. Quick, run to the palazzo for help, he shouts to you. The is porter... his name, uh, did he give his name? No, he's the soldier. I'm just going to assume his name is Lord Joram then. Okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Quick, run to the palazzo for help, he shouts to you. The porter will let you in. The soldier has backed the two assailants against the wall and stands between you and them. Uh, Lord Joram. Lord Joram has backed the two assailants against the wall and stands between you and them. You can easily run to the palazzo before they can get by him, but you don't want to leave your escort alone to face two armed men. You feel the hilt of your little dagger in the sleeve of your robe and hesitate. If you run to safety... I feel the hilt of my little dagger any chance I get. (laughs) If you run to safety at the palazzo, turn to page 22. If you stay to help Sir Joram fight, turn to page 88. I want to help Sir Joram fight. Let's do it. Let's fight some masked men. Yes, some ninjas. Some Italian ninjas. Die hard in the 13th century. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to die even harder this time. (laughs) I won't leave you alone, you say, and start to pull the dagger from your sleeve. But before you can get it out, the two assailants separate. (laughs) One fights your escort, but the other rushes straight at you with his sword drawn. Before you can move, he has the point of his sword against your chest. Oh, you're bad at this. Yep. As quick as a cat, he grabs you by the shoulder and spins you around, locking his arm around your neck. You did a bad, bad job. You try to kick free, but he is too strong. He pulls you into a side street and then down a maze of alleyways. Finally, he releases his grip and pushes you in front of him. We have a dagger and both of our hands are still free. I know. Like, and he's close to you now. You're bad. Just keep walking straight ahead, he says. And don't try anything funny. I have my sword right at your back. You feel the point of the blade as he prods you forward. You think of the stiletto in your sleeve. 
which you haven't used yet. Back in your sleeve again? It is. In his haste to get you away, he has forgotten to search you. If you are quick, you can slip the dagger into your hand and fight him. Yes. Which you should have done at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Or you can try to escape by outrunning him. As you ponder the right move, you hear the sound of water splashing again. If you run toward the water in your giant-ass robes, turn to page 15. If you grab the dagger to fight, turn to page 16. I'm just going to go straight to 16. I still want to fight him, but uh, also sword versus dagger. We're trying to catch him by surprise, though. But he doesn't know know we have the dagger in theory, so yeah, I still want to fight him. Yeah. Okay. You quickly slip the dagger out of your sleeve and into the palm of your hand. As you turn the next corner, you run several steps forward and wheel around to face your abductor. Well, that was dumb. But he is too quick for you. Yeah, Yeah, that was dumb. Put distance between us so that he had a better shot of hitting us because he has a longer weapon. Exactly. Because we're dumb. That was a good, good, bad decision. Mm -hmm. Yep. As you turn, you see his sword drawn back. You lunge at him, but he nimbly jumps aside and you fall forward to the cobblestones. Because we're stupid. We're fucking awful. He kicks the stiletto from your hand. You try to get back on your feet, but your assailant slashes at you with his sword. You duck, feeling the rush of wind pass over your head, and fall back on the cobblestones. In a flash, he is standing over you, his sword raised above his head, poised to strike. Kick him in the nuts. Too late now, you wish you had resisted the impulse to use force. The end. Damn, we're just going to find every fucking end, man. Apparently. So you want to just go with it, or do you want to go to the run to the palazzo and leave Sir Joram on his own? I don't want to leave Sir Joram, but I'd say maybe run away while while he's marching us away. Just run away. Sure, fine. Let's do it. I mean, either way, we're running away from the fight. Yeah, seriously. Yes, but at least we showed Sir Joram that we were willing. A character that we're probably never going to see again, and didn't even have a name until you gave him one. Yep. (laughs) He's dead in that alley. A soldier. Unnamed soldier, Sir Joram. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm fine with that. You take to your heels and run as fast as you can in the direction of the water. After a couple of blocks, you've lost your abductor. You slow down and turn a corner to find you are only a block from the Tiber. (laughs) You hastily walk to the riverbank. Down to the left, two men are untying a rowboat. One of the men is in the boat. The other is on the bank and he calls to you. Ahoy, he shouts. Are you lost? I'm trying to find the Brizzy family palazzo, you reply, walking toward the boat. It is the only place you can think of to give as your destination. And at the moment, it is the only place in Rome where you are reasonably certain you will be safe. We are going near there, the man says. Can we take you? You're not sure what to say. You ought to try to get away before your assailant catches up with you. The men have fishing gear in the boat and appear to be genuine fishermen on their way out for the day. But so far this morning has been full of surprises, and you are quickly learning to trust no one. We're becoming so fucking jaded in our old age. Mm -hmm. If you step into the boat, turn to page 24. If you decline their offer that you sort of made, turn to page 5. I would like to accept the offer that we... Yeah. I'm fine with that. Okay, so we're going in the boat. Jump in the boat. I mean, like, we'll find another at the end. Right? You know your assailant is still looking for you. You decide to go with the men in the boat. Soon you are gliding up the Tiber. We've been employed by Cardinal Rossi to take a party up the river to Orvieto, the man at the helm says. The Breezy family Palazzo is only a couple of miles from there. 
Just telling you all their business. Isn't Colonel Rossi our bud, though? Yes. Okay. When you arrive at the dock, you recognize a soldier who was escorting you to the cardinal and whom you had left on the street. Sir Joram? Sir Joram. He is with a girl you've never seen before. So Khaleesi. Oh. Madam Joram. Khaleesi. No. Khaleesi. Obviously. Final. Oh, uh uh-oh. Well, our fun is at an end now. Yay. The soldier identifies himself as Bruno. Bruno, Sir Bruno Joram. (laughs) Okay. Bruno? There is no... real French translation for Jason. So when I took French in high school, I had to choose a French name, and the name I chose was Bruno. Really? Yes. That's funny. So, oh, awesome. Little fun fact. Uh-huh. That's going to be cut out. I don't can't, know. I can't remember. <laughs> Depends on how much time is left in the episode. Zero. I, for the life of me, can't remember what my French name was. I'll have to think about it. Uh, so his name is Bruno and introduces the girl as Giovanna. She is Count Renzo's sister. Oh, Count Renzo is your friend slash employer. Yes. No, not yeah. Count Rossi. Rossi is somebody else. Mm-hmm. Too many to our names. To us yeah. About something. The Cardinal was sending for you to tell you the sad news that Count Renzo has been kidnapped and is being held hostage in a monastery in Trevis, Bruno says. The Cardinal wants you to undertake a rescue mission with Giovanna and me. We have a letter of introduction from him to the abbot of the monastery. Why didn't he show you that to begin with? None of your business. You are astounded by this news and would do anything to help the count. But your instructions were to see the Pope, and you only have the soldier's word that the count is in danger. There's no time to lose, Bruno continues. The kidnappers have given us a deadline of one week. We are going by boat to Orvieto and then by land to Trevi. Will you come with us? If you go with Bruno and Giovanna, turn to page 18. If you refuse to go on the mission, turn to page 67. I only know how to follow orders, and I think we should go talk to the Pope, because that was the last order that was given. I concur. Okay. So fuck off you two. We're going I mean, to talk to the Pope. Even though I should help Joram and Khaleesi. Mm-hmm. I wish I could go with you, you say, but I must return to Rome to present a petition to the Pope. Bruno and Giovanna express their regrets and set out on their mission. Good luck, you say, and start back to the city. Along the way, however, you meet with a band of gypsies. My people. Fucking gypsies. They feed you and invite you to spend the night. The next day, the leader asks you to join them permanently. When you politely decline, gypsies lock you in one of their wagons and force you to go with them. For the next five years, you are forced to travel the countryside with the gypsies, a captive like the Count. Only there is no one to lead a rescue mission for you. The end. We are a dancing monkey for the gypsies. For five years, who knows what happens after that? (sighs) I don't know if we make another choice or not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because I think the the other choice to go with them would probably lead to a whole other thing. Check it out real quick, just see, but... There's a lot of choices in this one. Yeah, no, I think going with them is the actual adventure that we were supposed to go on. Right, yeah. just... We've been punished for deviating from this every step of the way. Yeah, we have. Yep. I think at this point, it's more interesting to actually talk about how fucking vicious this book has been to us than actually <laughs> read the book. Right. Very. Um, I have liked it so far. Surprisingly I... better than I expected mm-hmm. it to yeah. be. Even, even, even the deviations, like the punishments for deviating and all that like have been 
kind of fun. If you're a masochist, yeah. Yes. I would like, the thing is, I would like there to have been a little more branching out. Uh -huh. Right, right. Because right. there is still choose a core. One and that's the yeah. end. It feels very real, Rhodey. Yeah. It's like, here's mm -hmm. the path you should be taking, which mm -hmm. I, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of. That's true. There is still a core that you should be following, but but at least the the ends have been kind of fun to find. Sure. that so. I mean, they've been fun, but the other thing is it's actually like piqued my interest, which I didn't expect. Yeah. 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 Like, generally speaking, I don't have any interest in this particular moment in history. Mm -hmm. So... And now Jer's going to go home and read a deep all dive. about it. Get to look that Pope up. Boniface the Eighth. Yeah. Bon Boniface? Possibly. Boniface. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> well, there was a lot of them, apparently. Yeah, that was interesting. Hmm. I wonder if they wrote any more. Oh, yeah, the couple. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the couple. What With the weird sex games. What were their names? Bill uh, and Luann. Bill and Luann Hampton. Of the East Coast Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're not wrong, according to their about the author. Hey, look at that! Uh -huh. Isn't New that York a very City. that's a very vague about the author? Editors and writers who live in New York City with their black and white cat Jasper, who is proud to make a cameo appearance in the story, which we apparently didn't get to. Oh, take yeah. it to the cat. It's very disappointing. So, uh, no. This is, the, this is the only book that they did. Well, boo, now I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to read more of that one. Yeah. No, this is flat out the only book that they did. I bet they fought viciously during the writing process and decided they can't co-author anymore. I think they probably divorced right after this book. So. <laughs> well, And then they had a huge custody battle over their cat. That's right. Oh, yeah. Well, I like that one, even though we didn't get to very many choices. Or the, or the cat. Or the cat. Sad. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, that one would intrigue me to read a little bit more. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm feeling a strong fuck it on this one. Recommend it. Recommend it. Mm -hmm. Three check marks. Yeah, sweet. All right. Well, if you want to learn more about Choose Your Own Adventure, go to cyoa.com. If you want to learn more about us, go to incrediblydaring.com. I'm Connie. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jason. The end. Thank you.